Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you'd like to get involved, 888-638-4876. But you'll have to wait 15 minutes because right now we are talking to Kevin Suits. He is the sports director at 1011 Now. Uh, let's bring him in. Kevin, good morning. How you doing, Kevin? I'm oh, there doing he is. well. Good morning. Hey, good good morning. Are, are you ready for the old the, the Wednesday get to know you? I kind of like these, how they roll. Nebraska kind of rolls the staff out in spurts, keeping football relevant and with wrestling going on, women's basketball, Nebraska men's basketball making a run. We get a little get-to-know-you session today. Yeah, it's the old, uh, hey, don't forget about us, you know, the <laughs> almighty football program, because there is so much else going on. It's similar to what uh, the Nebraska basketball team did in the summer not this past year, but in 2021 when they had this influx of uh, new players, transfers. Uh, you know, Alonzo Verge was a part of that class that they kind of spread those new guys uh, about week by week, and they had good get to know you for basketball. And I really enjoyed that, uh, and it helped keep them relevant during the summer months. So I like the football. Uh, is taking a page from the basketball program and spreading these out. It's better than just a one-day barrage where your head spins. And some of those conversations, they're, they, don't, they, they maybe lack a little substance on the days where they put all 10 coaches at different tables and you just had to bounce around from one to the other. Uh, these are fun. And I feel like you get to know the coach, you get to know their philosophy, and then I think they're, they've enjoyed the informal setting nature of them. You know, speaking of getting to know things, uh, more getting to know about what had taken place in the Alabama basketball program. Uh, news coming out with with Miller being the one that delivered delivered the weapon, which ended up leading to um, the tragic event. Yeah. But I want to ask you this, because with Bama and where they are right now, you know, second in the nation, projected one seed in March Madness, how does a situation like this affect kind of the team mentality? Not just Miller, who is obviously their best player this year, but the team as a whole. Yeah, first you have to figure out what are they going to do with Brandon Miller. Will he face any sort of disciplinary action? Uh, is there going to be a, a legal case on his hands? And, and it starts there. And it, let's say that everything is cleared and the allegations, uh, the allegations go away, and he's able to play. There's still just this black cloud, and Nate Oates, he's already been criticized for how he's handled this situation. How about um, his comments of dis almost dismissive mm -hmm. of Miller? Wrong place, wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Probably not what you should say when a life was lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know he's gone back and issued a public statement following, uh, having said that. He, he seemed, I don't know the... If you guys would agree with this, he seemed almost unprepared when he was at the podium talking sure about did. it. Yeah. Sure did. It, it looked like it caught him off guard. I mean, this this is such a heavy matter, you know. Uh, uh, this is a murder, you know. Like, how could you be so nonchalant with your wording when it is such a it's a, such a heavy situation? It's it's kind of bizarre what's happening and. Uh, Andrew, you're right. Like, how does this affect basketball? I know that there are bigger things than basketball right now uh, surrounding that community, uh, but it could certainly take its toll on this team. On the local scale, talking hoops, I want to jump over 
uh, to the women's side first with Coach Williams and the ramp up for Iowa and, and kind of closing the gap at the half. And then the second half happened. The, the prowess of Caitlin Clark, I get it. But when you look at this team, Kevin, um, the, the missing ingredients, health is obviously one, but could you see a deal where you're watching this stretch and you say, you hear Coach Williams say, okay, to, to Jazz Shelley, maybe, hey, here, take this over, this is your team. Like, what's the next phase, in your opinion, that you think that this basketball team's got to pull off down the stretch run here? I don't know. This, this year has been so puzzling because there wasn't a whole lot of roster change. You know, Markowski's back, Hybe comes back in. I know she started the year injured, but she's been playing significant minutes, and uh, Jazz Shelley's a part of this. Isabella Bourne's a part of this. So how did they go from last year, a team that could win when they needed to win and close games when they needed to close games, and this year uh, the inability to close is so puzzling to me because it's the same players. It's not like you're missing the one person that could score in crunch time. That was typically – Sam Hybe, but for some reason this year, I think she's lost some explosiveness. Uh, and maybe we're seeing, and I, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but after you've been in a program so long, do, do you maybe lose your fire or your edge a little bit because they've been there, done that? Does does the body and the physical toll of playing a fifth season, and in some cases a sixth season, does that weigh on you and you lose some sharpness? I don't know. Um but I, I do see a scenario where it, they've tried to just play like they did last year, and it hasn't produced the same results. So you have to change something, and maybe allowing Jazz Shelley to shoot the ball 25 times in a game, though you don't want to do that, maybe that's their, their best-case scenario. It, and I would contend, don't let Jazz do Let Isabella Bourne do that, because mm. she is more of a threat inside and out. And if she's on a heater, that team's pretty dangerous. So <laughs> yeah. I would almost maybe run the team – through Bourne. The Nebraska women right on the bubble, Creighton women projected as a seven seed. You have Nebraska basketball that is fighting for a spot in the NIT. You have Creighton basketball who is going to make March, depending on, you know, how the Big East, you know, conference tournament lines up. We'll know their seed. And then you even have Omaha hockey who will be hosting a playoff game. Kevin, what are, are your thoughts on the postseason potency that is taking place in Nebraska this year. <laughs> it's pretty fun. You know, it, everybody's excited about, about Matt Rule and spring football at Nebraska, but it's going to be not back-page news, but it's going to be second-page news because you're going to have all these teams that are pushing for championships or playing in a significant postseason. I know you say Nebraska NIT. There is an outside possibility, and I'll be this guy. <laughs> be that guy. <laughs> They could make the NCAA tournament. Laugh all you want. That's but awesome. Team, if they win the next three games, yep. I think the likelihood of that is probably under 10%. But uh, two, of those, two of those games are at home where Nebraska is really good. But if you humor me, if Nebraska wins their next three games in the regular season, they're 17-14. and 14. Win a game at the Big Ten tournament, they would be 18-14. and 14. If you go 1-1, one and one, you're 18-15 and 15 with the fifth best strength of schedule in the yeah, nation. You got a case. That's not bad. You've got a number of quad one wins in there. They might be in the dance. You, you've, you've got a case. You, because if you beat Minnesota and Michigan State. Uh, excuse me, Michigan State and Iowa, if you concede Minnesota that that's a win, that's two more quad ones right there. 
Exactly. That's my point. And if you look at uh, so many of these teams, ACC, uh, Mountain West has some teams that, you know, they have good records, but their quad ones are low. Nebraska would have, what, five, six? And, and depending on who would, they would potentially match up with in the Big Ten tournament, they could have seven quad one wins. That, with that resume, I think it might be put them, putting them right on the bubble. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying it, it's possible and maybe a little more possible than people even think because everybody is caught up in the NIT right now, and I think that's a legit possibility. And wouldn't that be fun? You know, Andrew, as you mentioned, all the, the postseason potency – there could be a lot of basketball left at Pinnacle Bank Arena this season. The Husker men and women may be playing in Lincoln. Do you know who only has five quad one wins right now, Kevin? Not UNC. <laughs> Funny yeah, guy. Definitely not UNC. Marquette. Uh, hit, hit me with that. Marquette. Really? Marquette is five and five <laughs> in quad one games. I think the thing that I look at is who's got a winning record. Now, they're 14th in the net rankings, but I just for – C- comparison to humor, you said humor you, so I'm I'm giving you some ammo. Marquette only has five quad one wins. I mean, if Nebraska has more than five, I'm I'm not trying to compare Nebraska to Marquette, but but I'm saying you know like there there's a lot of things. You look at the Big Twelve, right? They're playing quad ones every week. Yep. And some of their quad one record, the record's not that great, but they have some wins in there. Iowa State, for instance, you know, this is a team, they've got a number of quad one losses, but what do they have, six, seven quad one wins at the they're, moment? They're eight and nine. They have a sub-500 record against quad, in quad one games. Eight and nine? Yeah. Eight they nine played versus, 17 quad one games? Eight and nine in quad one games. Looking that, right that at it. Cool. It's staggering, isn't it? <laughs> that, is ju- that, that just speaks to how tough the Big 12 is and why it's not so surprising that that league – so many teams have double-digit losses or near-double-digit losses because they're playing just a monstrous schedule. Yeah. TCU 5-9 and nine in quad one games. Wow. They're a good team, too. What's right? When they're healthy, they're dangerous. What's K-State? 8-6. Uh, 8-6. and six. Eight and six. Right. Kevin, I'm, now, I'm kinda, Kevin. now you have my attention. Yeah, big 12, here we go. <laughs> good job, Kevin. Kevin, appreciate big you, man. Dance. <laughs> if they do. Oh, my gosh. That's Kevin Suits, Sports Director at 1011 Now. Hey, when we take a break, uh, let's come back with the proposed college football rules changes because I feel like an official today. I feel like an official.